Welcome to a special episode of the Prime Partners Podcast. I'm Matt MacArthur, BDR's Director of Training. Today, our topic is how training can optimize performance of a parts counter team. Joining us today is Mike Cunningham, BDR Client Relationship Specialist and Trainer. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Matt. Uh, Really great to be here. It's so great to have you here. I'm excited about our topic, Uh, but before we dive into it, I think it would be good for our listeners if you could just give a little bit of background about what you do at BDR and your uh, history in the industry. Okay. I am the Client Relationship Specialist at BDR. I help um, with sales, helping the distributors and dealers to uh, navigate the training that they would like to um, have within their facilities. Uh, help us to figure out the dates and of availability and get that all put together so that um, we're all in sync and can get out there and do some training for everybody. Uh, my background in the industry, I've been in the industry for 35 years, started out in the parts warehouse on the distribution side, moved up to into parts counter, and then moved on into a territory manager role. And then after a few years of being a territory manager, I moved back to the parts side as a uh, senior parts manager over four states for our distributorship. Then after that, I've moved back to territory manager's roles or sales manager's roles for the last uh, 20-some years. Okay. Well, uh, I think that confirms that we have the right guy for our topic today. You've seen the parts counter from a bunch of different angles. So I think you're the perfect person to have uh, on the show to talk about how training can optimize performance of a parts counter team. So let me ask you my first question, Mike, pretty simple one. What's driving the need for training for a parts counter team today? Having just come off a distribution, I I believe the the landscape for um, the parts counter in particular has really changed. You know, we've always been able to raise people up through the ranks and get them trained, um, having them sit next to knowledgeable people, uh, people that have been in the industry for a long time. The HVAC industry is like every other industry. We've got the great retirement or exodus going on with everybody getting out of the industry, and we've lost a lot of that knowledge. And uh, we're also seeing most people that are coming into the parts counter are coming in from other industries, never having had an HVAC background. Well, it's interesting how you put that. Um, we used to do it. We would sit the new person next to the experienced person, and the new person would kind of learn by osmosis just by being there and seeing what the experienced person does. And now we've got these new challenges with not having as many experienced people to draw from, pulling from other pools of candidates for jobs. Yeah, I think this sounds like a real challenge we've got here. Oh, absolutely. We've we've ended up with a, a pretty substantial knowledge gap, you know, for what we've known in the past and been able to facilitate for the contractors. They either come into the parts counter or call in to uh, what we're able to do now uh, because of missing out on a lot of that general knowledge that we've had. Okay. So let me ask you this then, Mike. Are distributors doing a good job of training our new folks on the counter? Or is that a challenge 
for a distributor to be able to do that successfully? From what I've experienced, it's difficult for the distributor to get it done. You know, the, a lot of distributors cover a very large area. So the main office may be, you know, whether it's hundreds of miles, let alone states away, to the new branch employee that's been hired. So it, it's difficult to get them trained up that way. Plus, a lot of the the people that are on the counters that they're sitting them next to haven't been in the industry for a long time. And so they don't know a lot of the answers yet themselves. And then the branch managers I've seen, you know, here lately, we've got people, very, very good managers, branch managers, but these people are coming out of other industries where they've been managers, whether it be in retail or um, uh, in automotive, maybe they've been a manager of an automotive store somewhere. So they're great at managing their assets, but they don't have that knowledge for that counter person to fall back on. So uh, it's very difficult for these new people as they come on board to catch the training and get the feel of what they really need to know to help those contractors out when they call in. Yeah, but I like what you said there. There's, there's a few things that are, are making this um, challenging, spread out geographically, just the general knowledge gap that we have in our teams, uh, and maybe a lack of specific industry knowledge, even from people that are, are really strong at what they do. So I think this sets up for training to be a, a tool here um, that we can help develop the parts counter team and really raise them up and have them perform at their best. And before we get into talking about what that might look like and some of the areas that you've seen from your history as managing the parts counter and working on the parts counter, what what those areas might be that we want to focus on, well, let's pull back and do a big picture and let me ask you this what would an optimized parts counter team look like if we can get all of our folks performing at a high level give them the the knowledge uh, they need the skills they need what picture can you paint there i i think first and foremost um i love the term team and you've used it quite a few times you know i grew up playing sports and I worked on a great counter team and, and I've been in great sales teams. And I think for me, you know, they, you've got to have the trust and respect of everybody around you. And then the faith that we can all work together towards the same common goal and get things done. You know, it, one of the most difficult things I think I've seen here lately is um, it's, it's hard to get the answer the first time right away when somebody calls in or if they're at the counter. And so I'm, more times than not, we have to say, we're, we will have to find that out and call you back. And so if I'm working on something like that, that's going to take a little bit of an extended period of time, if the phone has been ringing um, quite a few times while I'm trying to work on that, I need to have my teammates know that I'm working on something else. And they have the faith that I'm just not avoiding the phone. And they have the respect to go ahead and keep picking up those calls while I'm working on something that's going to take a while and get back to that contractor as quickly as we can so that we can service them the way they need to be serviced. You know, the other thing is that we're not all going to know everything and we're going to be able to, as teammates, be willing to have somebody come over to us and ask for an explanation on something or ask for help on something. Because there's many things that I am not good at, but there's things that I am 
very adept at doing, and I love to help out. You know, I, I love the team aspect. And so we need to build that culture at that counter so that um, it permeates from them to the contractor and from them up to the sales team. Okay. Yeah, a lot of great stuff there, Mike. We can have a team that's full of trust and respect, that's willing to help one another. We'll be moving towards a common goal and support each other. You know, if one person's digging into finding a solution for a customer and, and then the other folks can cover the phones and we work together as a team. What about the uh, the sales aspect of an optimized parts counter team? When I moved from the parts counter to territory manager position, that was one of the things that I found out first and foremost were that they were the absolute best conduit for me to find new customers in my territory. Uh, as soon as somebody would get a call from wherever with a customer that we didn't have on our current customer list or somebody that they could tell that we really didn't do a lot of work with, they would let me know that they got contact with that customer. And here's what they talked about, what they felt that maybe I should follow up with them on. And, you know, it didn't necessarily help every time to get a new customer, but it sure gave me a warm touch to that customer when I was out there on the sales side of things. Excellent. So I think a lot of great stuff we can we can benefit from here if we can raise up our parts counter team. So let's dive into maybe a few specifics here. What are three areas that distributors need to train their team on for optimized performance? I believe that first and foremost, they have to have some kind of a general understanding of the products that they're selling. You know, whether it's gas heating product or air conditioners and heat pump systems or maybe ductless heating and cooling systems or, or even uh, package units. You know, they have to have some general knowledge about the equipment. They don't have to know all the technical details of how everything works, but they need to know what those products are and how they all work together for the contractor. And then uh, some of the things they need to know is how to give exceptional customer service. You know, what do they want? when they're the, on the consumer side of things? How do they like to be treated? And they need to be able to focus on that when a customer calls in. You know, one of the things I learned a long time ago, and I can't even remember what the training was, a smile comes through a phone. And so no matter what call is coming into me, because most of us have um, caller ID, and we know this customer is calling, and we know that it, it, they aren't most necessarily the happiest person to deal with, but put that smile on your face so it comes through so it doesn't start out a conversation negatively. You know, we, we just have to have great customer skills um, so we can give them an exceptional experience every time. And then understanding what those customer needs are when they're calling in. You know, and the other thing is where we talked about the sales and organizational skills, you know, what helps with um, the sales side of things, making sure we're flowing things up to the sales organization organization and then we we need to have some educational skills you know what we can do to educate the contractors as they're calling in on maybe some items that they need you know and help build those relationships with the contractor the the parts counter the inside sales that's for me has always been the first doorway into whatever organization i was working in and whatever they can do on the counter or inside sales to make it a great experience from the first touch is what's going to help us have that long-term 
longstanding customer that we all need. Well, that is very well said, sir. Um, so the three areas to focus on, product knowledge, customer service, sales knowledge, uh, building that, that team spirit and, and really uh, developing this, this group of important folks. And I think that's one of the things that a training program can also do for a distributor with, with this uh, team at the parts counter. It raises their level of importance when a distributor is willing to invest in training for a group of team members. That helps with retention. It helps with pride. It helps with engagement on the job and where they're going and seeing a career path. And it gets people excited, particularly younger folks today. They expect and almost demand training. They want a career path. And if they can't see those things, they're probably not long for your company. And that goes for really any industry. And so I think that is one of the things that's also exciting to me about talking about these topics and training for the parts counter team we can really get these folks excited about a career in distribution and who knows where it might lead. They might be future territory managers, Mike. Oh, absolutely. And that's what we would hope that they would aspire to. There, there's nothing better than a strong organization when you're able to raise people up through that organization. And I've seen it time and time again, where um, there's people that get to a certain level and that's the level that they like. And that's wonderful. You know, maybe they want to be the absolute best delivery driver that the company has, and they want to do that for 20 years. That is absolutely great. Uh, one of the best people I had on our team here lately was so good at bringing me information from the field about my customers. He'd come in and say, hey, Mike, uh, what's going on over here? I saw this product in their facility. And I'd say, yeah, um, absolutely you did. And I appreciate you telling me they have a project going on that that's something they needed to get from somewhere else because we weren't able to provide it. But thank you for letting me know. And uh, people like that, that maybe want to move up to the parts counter and maybe that parts counter person doesn't like to do outside sales. And that's absolutely wonderful that they want to be the best parts counter person that they can be or inside sales support person, because we need them at the upper levels of the distribution on the sales side of things. That's what makes us so strong. Right on. Well, I think this has been a great discussion about the challenge that it, we're all facing here with the parts counter and, and getting those folks to perform at the optimized level and really talking about how training can impact that and be a tool to support the growth and development of those folks and really drive business on the distribution side. So, Mike, I know BDR, you and I, we've been working on a solution for parts counter training. Uh, can you tell the folks a little bit about uh, what that looks like? Absolutely. Um, we're going to start out with an HVAC 101 for the counter. Uh, our curriculum is going to be counterintelligence. And uh, so on the HVAC 101, we will uh, start out with uh, three sessions or, uh, within there, three modules. Uh, they will go over a gas heating product for the first one. Within that, we'll go over the components that are needed for gas heating products to make sure that when the contractor calls in, the counter is able to ask if they need some of these other items to make sure that that system, when it goes out, for them to install is complete with everything they're going to need to know. I worked a very rural territory for a lot of my years, 
And one of the things that was very frustrating for the contractors, and they and they understandably put it on themselves, was they get in such a hurry because most of these contractors, you know, they're one to three man shops or three person shops, and and they forget stuff now and then, and they would order a gas furnace, full knowing that it's going to be on um, propane, and would forget to order the LP kit to go with that furnace. So when I took over a territory, that was one of the first things that I came back with to our parts counter and said, when the customers call in, can we please ask that they need, if they need this item for their install? And from there, we started working on different components and accessories that were needed out there in the field. And we wanted to be the ones to help recommend those to the customer or to our contractors. So when they went out to the customer's home, or business to install it, they had everything they needed. So we'll go over the gas heating product, and then we'll probably we will go over the air conditioners and heat pump systems, and again we'll go over the components and accessories needed for those installs. And then we'll do the same thing with ductless heating and cooling systems and the components and accessories needed. From there, our next session will be over the role of the counter today. And we'll go over becoming a top gun at the counter. We don't want counter people to just be a counter person. We want them to strive to be the counter person, the one that every contractor wants them picking up their call. And that's pretty fun when you can build a team of two or three or four counter people that are the counter person. And when the contractor calls in, they're completely happy with whoever answers that call when they call in. Because along the way, they're creating an exceptional customer experience. You know, they're smiling when people are walking in the door. They're greeting them as soon as that door opens. They're, they're greeting them with a smile when they answer that phone. And then they're trying to understand that customer needs, you know, understanding that they're calling in on a moment's notice because they've got a no heat call or they've got a no cool call. And we need to help them navigate what they need as quickly as possible so they can get back out there. And understanding that for the contractor, time is money. We don't want them standing around at the counter or waiting at the, the, uh, the dock to get something picked up. We want them back out as quickly as possible because the more that contractor can do, the more profitable they are and the more often they, they can pick up more product from us. And then we're going to move on to sales and organizational skills. We're going to work on um, the, an educational approach, making sure that they understand how the sales and organization works together, you know, and building relationships, you know, with, with those contractors, wanting them to have just a little bit more. I was never one to have personal relationships with my customers, but we're going to be right on that fringe of building that relationship, knowing what that contractor's uh, life is like. And then prioritization and time management, making sure that they're getting the most out of the day. You know, we have got that 80-20 rule. 20% of the workers do 80% of the work. What we'd like to have is 100% of the uh, parts counter knowing how to get their stuff done so that when people are on vacation or on a sick leave, there's no hiccup, there's no miss. We're, we're prioritizing everything and using our time management skills to get everything done as quick and quickly and efficiently as possible. Okay, well, that's an excellent overview of uh, what we're developing here. We've got three different series of content, HVAC 101 for the counter, 
our customer service skills and our sales and organizational skills. And each of those series are going to have three different modules with them. Each module is going to be one and a half hours. And we're going to run those at multiple times in a day. So you don't have to pull off your entire counter team to go to this training. You can have a couple of them go in the morning, a couple of them go in the afternoon, whatever you'd like to do. Um, so you can keep a presence at the counter and you don't have to shut things down. And as far as pricing, it's going to be $400 for each of the three models in this one of the series. So if you wanted to do the HVAC 101 series with its three modules, each attendee there would be $400 uh, and have access to those three modules. Mike, I think we've given folks a great overview of uh, what we've come up with, an awesome discussion on the challenges and really the potential uh, of where the parts counter can go. Any final thoughts here today? I just love that we have the opportunity to do this work with the parts counter. You know, I, I grew up on the parts counter. I love the parts counter. Um, I've always felt that this is probably one of the most important parts of the company because of all the touches they get with being on sales, my customers. I think that this is going to be a great, great thing for a lot of people to be able to attend. Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time today, Mike. Uh, for th folks that are interested in this um, counter training, please uh, contact BDR. Uh, our website is bdrco.com. You can reach us at 206-870-1880 or feel free to reach out to Mike or myself directly. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time.